2: Welcome back inside the studio for another edition of Two Up Front presented by ShopFutsal.com. I'm Baxter Colburn. And
0: this is Simon Provan.
2: Simon, time to head to the wonderful world of Texas where we get to have an MLS featured spotlight here today for our show. We get to chat with number 25 of FC Dallas. It's Walker Zimmerman. He joins us on the program. Walker, hello, sir, and welcome to the program. How's it going? Not too bad, sir. We are glad to have you on the program. Uh, you've got a, an exciting week of matches coming up for you this week, two games coming up for this week. How do you guys prepare for a, a double, usually, I feel like, in, uh playing just one game, let alone an MLS, is hard, but uh, playing two in the same week, that's got to be tiring, wouldn't you say?
1: It is, it is tiring. Um, so this week, it's a lot about rest and recovery. Um, so not much training is going on. It's more about uh, making sure everyone's well-rested and, and ready to go for Wednesday.
2: So you've got your two games this week. I mean, right now, what would you say the uh the status is of FC Dallas because frankly, I think a lot of folks are a little surprised about where you guys are right now and uh considering how well you guys finished last year, do you have is it is it a you know, an injury issue, is it a personnel issue, is it uh what's been hindering FC Dallas from taking MLS by storm like we all thought they were going to this year? No, I mean, I don't I
1: don't think it's time to hit a panic button or anything like that. Um you know, we've we dropped the the past few road games, and we do have to figure out how to grind out points on the road. But at the same time, we're sitting at 17 points um, through 11 games, and we got two games at home where we've been really good. So I think the only thing it does is add a little bit more pressure for these next two games uh, to try and get a lot of points um, because of our struggle on the road. But I don't think anyone in the locker room or in the coaching staff is panicking. Uh, we know it's a long season, and and so we're we're fine with where we are right
0: now. Yeah it's uh it's been interesting. You guys have had a um you know you're you're sitting in fourth right now in the West, which you know early as you said early in the season, no reason for the panic button. I'm curious just a little bit about the um, inconsistencies with you know some of the score lines that you guys come out rocking, putting in a lot of goals, and then you have those games where uh, you know you're getting beat four to one or, or what have you. How do you? How do you, as a team, you know, start to fix some of that inconsistency so that you can finish the season strong like you did last year, and and possibly, you know, make it all the way to MLS Cup?
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think we are a team where uh, we are very dangerous in the counter, very dangerous going forward. one of those things where you know we, if we're a team that goes down, you know, say two zero, you know, we don't pack it in and and try and try and make a, a close result. We're we're gunning for it, you know um we're always trying to to push and and get all the all the goals we can and so sometimes that does leave you uh, a little bit more vulnerable um, you know we got to figure out how to maintain organization and composure in those in those games and so i think we learned a lot from um from Vancouver and New York and you saw a pretty good defensive performance in Toronto where you know i thought we had a few chances to equalize and um had a, had a decently solid game against a very good offensive team so uh, it was definitely steps in the right direction.
2: How important was it to have Mario Diaz back on the field for you guys?
1: Yeah, Mario's a great player. he um, you know, makes a lot of things quick. Um, he's very creative. has the vision and the skill to, to pull off things that not a lot of players in this league can do. So it's, it's always a plus having him on the field again.
0: You know, one of the exciting things, Walker, about FC Dallas is the youth. That you have on the team, and we see a lot of youth playing. Uh, you know, Kellen Acosta, of course, uh, your goalkeeper Jesse Gonzalez, even you know Chris Sight stepping in there. Uh, Barrios, only 25. You got a lot of great players, of course, Fabian Castillo. You know, it's it's great to see a team in MLS committed to youth. And uh, I'm wondering, as a core, you know, how does that make you guys feel, in moving forward?
1: We we embrace it. Um, it's something where we think. Well, especially now uh, that we've been together, the core of players the past two, three years, um, you know, we've had we've had experience. Even though we're young, we got a lot of guys with a lot of games, and so for us, we use our youth as hey, we we have the energy to run, so let's let's make sure we you know win that part of the game, the physical part of the game, and that's something that's very important for us, and uh, I think it helps helps us out being uh, being so young, being so passionate. Um, and just wanting to win
0: all the time. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're, we're talking about some of these uh, inconsistencies, and I wonder if youth plays a part in that. But at the same time, if as the season goes on, that'll actually work to your advantage. You, you know, you look at a team like NYCFC, let's be honest, there's a lot of age on that team. And as these guys mm-hmm. get later in the season, maybe they start to wear out where then FC Dallas can really take advantage of that.
1: Right. And we talked about the depth on our team as well, and that's something where you know, once these other competitions start for us uh, with Open Cup and Conquer Cap, that um, I think you're going to see a lot more of the depth that we do have. And uh, I think it's going to be very beneficial for us moving, moving forward towards the playoffs.
2: Moving back for a moment, Walker, as we're talking here with Walker Zimmerman on two up front of FC Dallas, uh, last season you really uh, threw your name out into the spotlight in, uh, in MLS after that, uh, that penalty kick that you notched in the playoffs. Can you walk us through that moment just very briefly? I know it's hard to describe all the emotions, but at that point, though, when you're called on to take that game-winning penalty kick, what's going through your head at that point? And ultimately, I'm sure after you made it, it was pure you know, pure joy, but can you explain that situation just a little bit for us?
1: Right. The, uh, that game was one of the best games, most fun games that I've ever gotten to be a part of. Um, and I think I speak for all of us on the team when, when I say that, but uh, just just the emotions in the playoffs and in playoff sports, um, you know, you can't really match it. It's not something that you can practice or train. And so uh, the PK came up. We've we um, been practicing PKs all week. And so the first four uh Kickers for our team were actually guys who had not missed in practice uh, all week. And so that's kind of how we chose our DK lineup. And, um, you know, as soon as I stepped up, thankfully Jesse had kind of taken a lot of the pressure off because he made two big saves. Sure, yeah. So, you know, it's not like I'm trying to kick to stay alive. It's, you know, hey, no pressure, but if you make this, we win. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, the pressure was a little bit lower because of uh, the performances of our other kickers and and of our goalie. But, uh, yeah, I just stepped up. I knew where I was going and just said, hey, if he makes the save and goes the right way, like, he's going to have to make a save, you know. Just put it on frame and put it where you want it. And, uh, obviously, all chaos broke loose after it went in.
0: So, Walker, uh, you know, I'd like to change gears here a little bit. You've spent quite a bit of time in the uh, youth national team system, three appearances with the U18s, 10, ten appearances with the 20s, uh, appearance or two with the 23s. Wondering about your aspirations, obviously, of getting back to that, and if you've perhaps heard from Andy Herzog with the U23s, or even if Klinsman's been in contact with you at all.
1: Yeah, so the youth, youth national teams have been a big part of my development um, growing up, ever since you know U14 where you look back and you look at all the cool experiences that um, you know, you've had as a soccer player, and for me, uh, just being able to travel the world and go to a lot of these different countries was made possible through U.S. soccer and through those youth national teams, so i um, very grateful for every time to get called in. Um, and so, yeah, the U23s, it was, uh, it was pretty disappointing how, how it ended up for us um, and not qualifying for the Olympics. And honestly, I'm just going to miss being around those guys because, you know, a few of them, we've been together for a really long time in that system. And uh, so we were just talking after the game at the dinner table, and, you know, we were so sad, first of all, not to qualify for the Olympics, but second of all, because, you know, the only time we'll ever see each other now is, is if we all go to the full national team camp. And uh, so it's kind of the end of a youth soccer, uh, youth national team experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it does pretty pretty nostalgic Uh to, to finish that up, but now our goals are, uh, or my goal especially, is to, to make it with the full national team, and that's just going to come by putting consistent seasons together in MLS and, and hopefully getting a chance. Um, and so, right now the U twenty three cycle's over, and now about you know making it to the full team.
0: So you, you talked about not qualifying for the Olympics, and obviously it's the second cycle in a row, Walker, that uh, the U S hasn't qualified for the Olympics. Looking back on that, is there anything, you know, putting on the the coach's shoes, if you will, anything that perhaps could have been done differently to get the U.S. back in the Olympics or what needs to happen to get the U.S. back in the Olympics in four years?
1: Well, I think think if you talk to any coach who's involved, you know, with any game, I think they're always going to look back and say, well, what if I did this? What if I used this formation or this personnel? So there's always those kind of questions. Um, especially when you don't qualify or you don't win a game, and so I'm sure those questions are raised. And um, at the end of the day, the responsibility does come on us players who performed and uh, were unable to get the job done. Um, and you know, it's it's frustrating. It's it's unfortunate because you know you think about how big of an event the Olympics is, and I think I think really one. Once the Olympics come around this summer, we're all going to have a little bit of extra pain in our heart mm-hmm. because, you know, we're going to realize then again how big the Olympics are and, and how big of an opportunity it is for not just us as players, but for the country and for the sport of soccer, uh, just to keep growing. And, and so it's a heavy burden, but at the same time, um, you know, no regrets, and uh, it's time to move forward and and just hopefully um, we'll we'll get it all squared away and, and qualify for the next Olympics.
2: Speaking of moving forward, Walker, looking ahead at what you as uh, as FC Dallas have to deal with the remainder of the month of May, I don't think the soccer gods were very, thank- very nice to you guys. I mean, you played Toronto first. Now you take on two of the Cascadia teams in Portland and Seattle. Then you play the Revolution in San Jose. You look at a month like this, uh, you've got two of those games at home. Other than that, you're on the road for the rest. What do you think about it in terms of, you know, as a I know Western Conference standings are going to be huge against Portland and Seattle, and then obviously San Jose mm-hmm. as well. Um, how do you guys prepare for a month like this where you know you're going to be tested game in and game out?
1: Well, I think the preparation just comes from, I mean, it's all the way back to preseason, getting your fitness in, um, getting in, you know, a lot of games so that you're ready for a month like this. Um, you know, the last three Two games we've had have been really long, not just away trips, really long away trips. Mm Going to Vancouver and then going to New York and back to Toronto. and So very long trips, um, very grueling uh, for the guys, especially with guys with families being away um, even two days before a game. So, uh, you know, it's nice to be back at home. And so we stress the importance of picking up three points at home every game. So we're approaching it that way. And, um, yeah, it was really... I mean, you can look at past experience. Like we've had some past uh, past uh, years where we've had months um, like this. You know, where we've had a lot of games, a lot of road games, and so uh, we can look back at that past experience and figure out, you know, what schedule works, whether that's practice times or like leaving two days early before a game, and just kind of relying on that experience to. I hope we have some good
2: performances. I think an even more imp- important question, Walker. I have you starting on my MLS fantasy team this week. <laughs> Am I going to expect you to go 90 minutes both games, and can I expect two shout shout-outs as well, so I can get the double the points? Or should I uh, should I look somewhere else on my bench this week? No,
1: I, I would <laughs> always uh, advise you to stick with that. I'm a believer myself. <laughs> For you,
2: you know? I appreciate it. No, I, I appreciate your uh, your contribution to my team this year. It's <laughs> meant it's meant a lot. And this and to be fair, I me mean, when I found out that we had this interview, I was like, oh, that works out well. I've had him on my team all year long too. So that's yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get a. I still gotta catch up to Simon. He's a little farther ahead in the sta- in the table than I am. But uh, yeah, I, I am curious to. Out. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I am curious though too, and I'm surprised Simon hasn't asked this yet. You guys play Simon's favorite team, the Portland Timbers, as well this week. So. Well, I was trying to be respectful yeah, I, here. I understand that, <laughs> but I mean there's a, you gotta, you know, have at it a little bit. But uh you know, playing against, you know, two Cascadia teams like Portland and Seattle, I mean obviously you gotta deal with Diego Valeri and a lot of those creative guys that Portland has, and then, you know, deal with some of the guys like Jordan Morris and Clint Dempsey for Seattle as well. When you face two teams that are so attacking heavy you know, as a as a backline, and you know, even with Jesse as well too. I mean, but I know he uh, he took a little bit of a knock in the head that last game too. I mean, do you guys have your separate team meetings, just kind of saying, "Hey, we got to prepare for these ridiculously creative teams," or do you just approach it as a, as a unit and say, "You know what, we're just going to go after it and try to counter what they bring at us"?
1: Yeah, we just go after it as a unit, and you know, like I said, we're we're confident in who we are, and so any any given game, we're confident that we can get a result, and so. You know, there was a meeting uh, with the team just kind of like post game in New York, just like, hey, guys, we got to figure this out. We got to like bond together more than ever um, and just really grind, grind out some results and get back to the winning column. And so, um, you know, there is talk, but like I said, there's no panicking, but it's just uh, extra concentration, extra focus, and uh, just getting back to our, our basics.
0: Uh, last question here, Walker, um, you know, don't want to talk about FC Dallas without mentioning Oscar Pereira. He's still also himself pretty much a youthful coach. What's it like to play under somebody who has a wealth of experience like Oscar does?
1: Yeah, Oscar, he's a, he's a very intense, intense coach. Um, he brings out a lot of emotion um, and tries to bring out the most out of his players. And so, you know, every practice, every game, it's Very intense, and that's good. It's a very professional environment. Um, He is definitely, his number one goal is to win games, and that's what you want from a coach. And so his passion for winning, his passion for hard work definitely translates over into the team. And so, you know, the result is a team that works really hard and really hates losing. Um, And so he's had a, a really good effect on the club.
0: Awesome. Hey, we're talking to Walker Zimmerman, Number seven overall draft pick in the 2013 MLS Super Draft. Made his appear- first appearance against D.C. United. Was an All-American at Furman University. Walker, I want to thank you for your time today. Thanks for joining us here in the studio. Or over the phone. But. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Walker. We appreciate it. All right, we're going to run to a break. When
2: we come back, we've got more in store for you here on 2 Upfront, presented by ShopFutsal.com. He's Simon Provan. I'm Baxter Colburn. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more right after this.
0: Police officers know it only takes a few seconds of someone texting and driving for things to go terribly wrong. That's why officers are increasing enforcement of texting and driving laws. So put your phone down when driving or be prepared for the consequences. You drive, you text, you pay. Paid for by NHTSA. The
1: sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy.
0: Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary.
1: ba 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 ba